You're listening to Shalise's podcast. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and pray and jump off and get us started today. Well, Father, we thank you for yet another broadcast. We thank you for this final episode in the Seen from Heaven's Perspective series. And Father, we thank you that this is a word in due season, that this is a right now relevant word for every single person that is listening. Father, whether they are listening to it live, whether they are listening to the recording uh, here in the, the start of the new year, or whether they're joining in months or even years after we've recorded this, I thank you, Father, that it's perfect. I thank you that it's a divine appointment. And I thank you that you have uh, success in mind for each and every one of us. Father, we are your children. We are the bride of Christ. We live in union with Jesus. Jesus, and we are joint heirs with you, with Jesus in your kingdom. We are sons of God designed to live out of our intimate connection and oneness with you, Father. And as we abide in the vine, I thank you that we are fruitful, that we have been designed, recreated in Christ to be fruitful, to do good works, to do supernatural exploits through our union with you, Lord. And I thank you that you have prepared everything that we need to live a prosperous life, to live a fruitful life, to live a successful life. In fact, from your perspective, it's already finished. We have fulfilled our destiny. We have victory in our health, Father, in our relationships, in our emotional well-being, Father. You see us as Jesus is in this world. And so we just wanna experience more. We want to experience the fullness of the gospel. We want to experience the fullness of what it means to be a new creation, to have our citizenship in heaven, Father, and to wake up every day with enlightened eyes, Father, that uh, that see things the way that you do. And so, Father, we just expect you through the power of your spirit today just to to you know, fill us with encouragement and fill us with uh, the good news and revelation, Father, the truth. Give us the truth today from a revelatory standpoint, God, that sets us free and causes us to live in a place of victory this year, a victory today, a victory every single day, because that is our birthright in Christ. We were recreated in Christ to triumph, to have victory. And so I just give you thanks and praise for everything that we're going to be discussing today. And I just yield. I yield my mind, my thoughts to you. Speak through me today, Father, and bless our socks off in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm still saying Happy New Year, you guys. I know it's you know, two weeks into the new year, but I'm still saying happy new year. And I am today was really thinking about, you know, how we do greet each other with happy new year and how we, we, you know, pray for one another. Oh, we pray that this would be a prosperous year for you. And we pray that, you know, all of your dreams would come true this year. We do that on birthdays too, but it seems like everybody gets into the, it's a new beginning, you know, in the beginning of the year. And I really was sensing today that as we're wrapping up the series of seeing things from God's perspective. I really felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to jump off into a little bit more about how to make today an amazing day, how to make this week an amazing week, how to make this month, this quarter, this year an amazing year. And that it's just, it's not as hard, I think, as we have imagined. 
Okay. Um, in the last episode, I was talking about, you know, taking time this year, taking time every single day to just soak in the truth of what God believes about you. And that as you get in agreement with how he sees you, that when he looks at you, he sees Jesus, that as Jesus is so in this, you are, are you in this world, that you are innocent, that you are healed, that you are whole, that you are wealthy, that you are prospering in your life, in every area, fulfilling your destiny, fulfilling your purpose with energy and zeal and excitement and joy and all of the fruit of the spirit. You know, that's the, that's the father's heart for you. He wants you to enjoy eternal life right now. He wants to, in, you to enjoy his life, his, his joy <laughs> right this very minute. And so I wanted to kind of kick off a little bit further onto that message today, maybe do another kickoff in a different direction today. And I want to talk about, you know, really how powerful that is and how important it is for us to get into agreement and believe what God believes about us. And the reason, you know, why that is so important, I mean, obviously it's just important for our own peace of mind and our own well-being and all those good things. But you guys, that is what soul prosperity is. Soul prosperity is uh, when we are thinking with the mind of Christ, when we are agreeing with the mind of God. And when that happens and when our soul prospers, well, guess what? Our entire life prospers. And it is prosperity is your birthright in Christ. And when I say prosperity, yes, I'm talking about finances. I know most people, when they say that, they say, oh, you know, prosperity is not just money. Of, of course, it's not just money, but it does include money. It includes financial prosperity. It includes physical prosperity. It includes mental prosperity, emotional prosperity, relational prosperity, vocational prosperity. It means fruitfulness in every area of your life. You're prospering. You're blessed. Blessed means means to increase, right? It means to expand. It means to grow in, in, and, and create beautiful, tasty fruit in our life that, that exudes the fragrance of Christ and is attractive to others around us because we are a testimony to the goodness of God. We are a testimony to the gospel. We are a testimony to the nature and the character of God, which is the epitome of ultimate goodness. And so prosperity is the physical manifestation in our lives of heaven on earth. It is the physical manifestation of the gospel working itself out through our soul, through our mind, through our imaginations, through our thoughts, so that there is a manifestation of heaven on earth. And so Believing what God believes about us is a foundational part of that. When we are rooted and grounded in God's love, his unconditional love, by the way, and we are rooted and grounded in our union with him and who we are in Christ. Well, guess what? We have the proper foundation. The foundation is Jesus. There is no other foundation upon which we can build our lives. And when we have that foundation of our identity settled in our heart, when we relate to ourselves as we truly are, when we look in the mirror and we are not focused on, 
what's wrong with us and how we failed and, you know, the sin consciousness and how, you know, how much we weigh and how we have gray hair or whatever it is that we're focused on when we look at ourselves, when we shift that and we see ourselves the way God does and we begin to believe the good news about ourselves. Well, guess what, beloved? There is so much fruit that comes from that. So I wanted to kick off today in a scripture that is probably familiar um, to all of you, but I know if you're like most people, you have resolutions for the year. You've set your goals for this year. Some of you may have, uh, like we talked about, set the goal that this year I'm going to live out of my true identity. I'm going to live out of uh, what God believes about me, right? I have a spiritual goal to experience union, to radically uh, get to know the Lord and have uh, greater intimacy with him this year, right? And you may have other goals, right? I want to discover my purpose this year. I want to step into the, the, the next level of, of living my purpose this year. Some of you may want, you know, you may have some physical things that you want to resolve this year. You may have some debt that you want to get paid off. Like all of those things, as I was saying last episode, come out of an identity. That, but, but more than that, what I really want to hone in today is they come out out of a mindset, okay? I wanna make soul prosperity practical for you today. Because if you're gonna see things from heaven's perspective, if you're gonna see things from the Father's perspective, it means that you are gonna have the mindset of Christ. Okay, sometimes when we think about the mind of Christ, it becomes this like kind of vague concept that what does it mean that we have the the, the mind of Christ, right? When it talks about that in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 at the end of that chapter, you know, what does it mean to have the mind of Christ? What does it mean to have Christ's perceptions? And why is that so important? Why is it so important that we th- take our thoughts captive? Why is it so important that we think on things that are lovely and pure and of good report? Well, I want to share with you today that the reason why that's so important is because that's how our lives are fruitful. When we are meditating and connected to the Lord through our union with him and we are abiding in him, we're abiding in the truth, we're abiding in uh, who we really are, connected to Jesus who is the vine, well, guess what? We produce fruit. We produce fruit effortlessly. We prosper. We, We manifest, if you will, the fruit of connection with God, the fruit of union with Jesus. So there's a scripture in 3 John. I'm going to go to it. In 3 John 2, I'm going to go in the Amplified Version this morning. So it's 3 John. There's only one chapter, one first chapter, and it's in uh, verse 2. And I want to read it to you out of the Amplified Version. It says, Beloved, I pray. Now, this is the Apostle Paul I mean, the Apostle John praying, right? So this is John, the beloved disciple, praying this prayer. Um, And um, here's what he says. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Okay, I'm going to read it again. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prospers spiritually. And so this is just one of many scriptures that link our thought life and our mindset 
to the results that we have in our life, right? As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The way we think matters. The way we mind our mind matters. What we, the way that we perceive things, the way that the perspective that we have on things, if we're gonna see from heaven's perspective, well, we want heaven's mindset. We want Christ's mindset, right? And we have access to this, you guys. We have access to it because we have access to the truth. We have access to the gospel. We have access to the, um, what Jesus has accomplished on Calvary. We have, we have, you have that. If, if no other reason, then you listen to my podcast, okay? I mean, I'm giving this to you week after week after week after week. I am giving you the truth that sets you free. I'm giving you the revelation that causes your soul to prosper. But here's the thing. Soul prosperity is not just a one-time activity. Having a mindset of the gospel that's in agreement with what God believes about you and what's in, in agreement with the good news is not something we just visit one time. It's something that we uh, cultivate every single day, okay? And, you know, I, with my students in Emerge and with specifically in, with my graduates, right? And the difference between that is people in Emerge are learning about their union with Jesus. They're getting a revelation of it. They're starting to experience for the, for themselves. And they are in that process of encountering God in ways that we read about in the Bible, change the complete trajectory of people's lives. And what I mean by that is the apostle Paul had like this encounter with God on the road to Damascus. And he went from not living his purpose even though he really thought, you know, he was doing something good. <laughs> he was doing something not good, uh, deceived really. And then got on the path to purpose, got on, got, got his call to be an apostle, got his call specifically to be an, uh, an apostle to the Gentiles, right? Moses hiding out in the wilderness after murdering someone, has this encounter with God at the burning bush. And all of a sudden he's the deliverer of Israel. And so these encounters with God, are so strategic in us being released into our purpose. You know, uh, I know this isn't part of the message, but I'm going to stop here for a minute because I, I, you know, it is, it is my purpose, right? My purpose is to help you experience the truth, experience union with Jesus, experience God, encounter the gospel, actually the way that we read about in the Bible, because people that encountered God changed the world, right? And so, Part of soul prosperity, part of seeing things from God's perspective is having a connection with God so that you are encountering him in ways that are life transforming. And I will tell you, living your purpose, discovering your purpose and having the mindset that you need to prosper in it is is everything in life it is it prosperity in your soul leads to connection with god it leads to health it leads to success it leads to all of those things but you know there's kind of this interesting process that you know i personally lead people through right so we're, we're establishing people in their union we're leading them into encounters with god so that they can discover their purpose right and when you discover your purpose i'll tell you there is such a um in one sense, it's such a relief. And in another sense, it is a challenge <laughs> because we're called to do things that most of us don't have the identity or the mindset to do, right? When we think about, you know, Gideon sitting under the tree, 
with the identity of the poorest person in his tribe, you know, and then the, he has this encounter with God, this encounter with an angel that comes and tells him who he really is. You're, you're a mighty man of valor, uh, Gideon. And there's this call of God on your life to go and, and win this victory, right? And lead the Israelites into this victory. And he did not have the identity or the mindset to fulfill that call, right? And so, you know, I'm sharing, I'm kind of taking a side note here because I want to, I just want to tie in the importance of our mindset, the importance of our soul, the importance of our identity and having that be a part of our lives and our our goals in the sense that we need to we need to see ourselves and get in agreement with God completely about who we are in union with Jesus and why we are here on the planet, right? And so there's this process of developing this mindset of union, this process of developing a mindset that, that encountering God is normal. Encountering God is easy. Hearing the voice of God is something we can do 24-7, you know, and we come into this Christian life having all kinds of ideas about ourselves, about God, about all, you know, Christianity. We have all of this programming that we've gotten from the world. And, you know, then some of us grew up in church. And so we've got all of these wrong ideas, this really bad theology about the character of God, about the nature of God. We have all kinds of teachings and all kinds of experts and all kinds of authorities. And then we have life experience that tells us this is how things work, right? And so we aren't prospering in our soul. We aren't seeing things from God's perspective. And, and what it means to, to have the mindset of God and to renew our minds so that we have the mindset of God is it means that we change our minds and we develop a mindset that is prospering. We develop a, an emotional home. That's what I like to call it, an emotional home that is living out of Jesus's emotional home. It's the fruit of the spirit. And the, the way that we do that is by seeing from heaven's perspective. It's by shifting our focus and it's by maintaining our focus day in and day out on the truth. It's maintaining our focus on the gospel. It's hearing the gospel every single day because we are steeped in being told that we are, we are someone we're not. We are taught to live independent from God. We are taught to have self-esteem. We are taught to perform and, and, and live on the system of reward where you get good grades and you perform and you get a bonus and you get a promotion. And it's this performance-based system versus a favor-based system versus an inheritance-based system. And so we are inundated all the time with information about who we're not. It's a deception and it causes us to live out of an identity that is separate from Jesus. And so what I'm talking about is shifting our focus and really making this a daily routine. This is a this mindset is something that you have all the time. Soul prosperity is something that we need to be um aware of every single morning, every single day. We need to be aware of our mind. We need to mind our mind. 
You know, and many of us, we have bad habits in our thinking. We have a habit of living out of an identity that is separate from Jesus. We have a, we have a bad habit of thinking lack. We have a bad habit of thinking thoughts that make us sick. We are, instead of our soul prospering, right? We have a soul that is, what's the opposite of prospering, right? We have a soul that is decreasing. Instead of a soul that is operating out of a blessed uh, mindset and an expansion mindset, we have a, a contraction mindset. We have a decreased mindset. We have all what you would call a cursed mindset. And we must, we must develop new habits. We must um, begin to really mind our minds and on purpose every single day, not just wake up, but wake up to the truth and set the tone for our day, right? This is why the Lord told Joshua that he needed to meditate day and night in, in the, the law, in the things, in the instructions that God had given him. Right, that as he meditated in the word day and night, in the law day and night, that he would make his way prosperous and he would find good success. And so there, there is not, it's like, you know, it's unfortunately, it's like going to the gym, right? I mean, you can go to the gym faithfully, you know, for years, but guess what happens? If you, if you stop going to the gym, if you stop exercising, you know, what's going to happen? Your muscles are going to atrophy. You're going to go backwards. And mindset is the most important ingredient to your prosperity, to your success, to your health. Soul prosperity is the key. It is the key. It is the key. It's mind renewal. It is truthfully focusing on the truth day in and day out. It's meditating on the truth day in and day out. You know, we are powerful, you guys. We are manifestors of our thought life, whether we are doing that on purpose or not. Why? Because we are created in God's image. We are created to be manifestors. We are created to be creative dominators. We create by default. Every day we are creating. Why? Because every day we're thinking. Every day we're having emotions based upon our thoughts. Guess what? We're also taking action or not taking action based upon our thoughts, based upon our emotions. And guess what happens when we take actions based on bad thoughts or we take inaction based on bad thoughts? Well, we don't get great results. We don't get prosperous results, right? If you want to change your manifestation model, if you want to change the things that <clears throat> are showing up in your life, well, then you need to realize that it begins in your thought life. It begins in your emotional life. And these are not just scriptural principles. If you listen to my podcast, you know I am a neuroscience junkie. I am a quantum physics junkie. I love learning about the science behind how God created our minds and our bodies to work. I love learning about cellular memory. I love learning about the heart and the discoveries of the heart and mind connection, about the heart brain. I mean, I just love learning about the way God created human beings in his image. And science is catching up with the Bible. You know, we see all kinds of books out there now, you know, things like The Secret or things like, you know, 
uh, law of attraction. I mean, all of these, the world recognizes this. We talk about this. We talk about visualization. We talk about, which is just nothing more than meditation. We talk about the power of that on this, on this broadcast, right? I've told you stories about how people just have imagined going to the gym. And next thing you know, they created the same muscle mass as people that actually went to the gym. We are creative. Our thoughts create matter right? We are connected to creation. We are connected to, through, to whatever you want to call it, the universe. We are connected by design. That's why our words are creative. That's why if we speak to a mountain and say, be cast into the sea and don't doubt in our heart, where's our heart? Well, our heart is in our inner world. It, it doubt, it, doubt stops the power of God to move mountains. Our internal world matters seeing things from heaven's perspective and agreeing with God and learning to operate as a victorious son, as, as a son who lives in union with God and think with God, think, you know, think the thoughts of God, have the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of his character in our lives. These are things that matter because they create our world. And if you want to know what you've been thinking, look around. Look around at your life. Look around, look inside of your body. Look inside of your bank accounts. Look inside of your relationships. And I hate to just say it that straight because it sounds like, you know, if you're seeing things that you don't like, like I'm blaming you. But here's what I want to tell you. It's not me. Please don't get mad at me. Right? I just read 3 John 2. Beloved, I pray that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Okay? In the medical world, this is called the placebo effect. Right? The placebo effect means that, you know, you have your belief about something can affect your body, right? They give, they take these trials and studies and they give people a new medicine and then they give someone else a sugar pill. And the people that believe that they've taken the medicine, all of a sudden they start getting the results that the people that took the medicine got. Why? Because the mind-body connection is real. The mind-body-spirit connection to all of creation is real. And the placebo effect is a, a is is a is a scientific I don't know you know it's kind of it's studied in 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 the medical community and in the research community but the truth is it's a scriptural principle because as a man thinketh in his heart so is he the force of faith and belief in our heart manifests outwardly right and the opposite of the placebo effect is the nocebo effect and what's the nocebo effect well the nocebo effect is that if your beliefs can make you well well guess what your beliefs can make you sick okay and you know we are we're we're out here blaming a lot of things right now about our health i mean we are living in a world where what we believe matters more than ever you know, what we believe about coronavirus, what we believe about ourselves, what we have been meditating on matters, right? Death and life are in the power of our tongue. I mean, there's so many principles in scripture that are important to, to, to recognize the reality of these things. And in the world that we live in. And so what I had said was, if you don't like what you see in your life, if you look around and you say, wow, I should have different results in my life. Well, then I just want to let you know that you should have different thoughts in your life. And this is way more important, frankly, than going and exercising every single day. Okay, this is way more important than making sure that you eat healthy. I'm not saying not to eat healthy. Our body's a machine. It needs certain minerals. And I mean, it's, it's like any machine. It needs what it, it needs the right gas. 
It needs the right fuel. I'm not saying don't put the right fuel in your in your car, but I'm telling you, you can eat perfectly. You can exercise and you can die of a heart attack. We hear about athletes that go out there. And so, so it's not just about doing the right physical things. It's about doing the right spiritual things, the right invisible things, the right emotional things. And guys, we all have an emotional home. We have habitual emotions that we live out of. We have habitual thoughts that we are thinking and they are manifesting things in our life, right? And they are attracting things in our life, right? It's almost like the scene realm is a mirror to our identity. It's like we can look around and see, okay, this is a mirror that is reflecting back to me what I have been thinking. And if you want to change what is reflecting back to you, you know what? You don't go mark on the mirror. You don't go try to change the mirror. You change the person that's looking in the mirror. So you change internally. You begin to set a daily routine and develop a habit of thinking the truth. You get in agreement with what God believes with you, not by saying it one time, but by saying it until you believe it, by meditating it, by encountering the truth with it, by getting in God's face and having experiences with him so that you are having new experiences of your identity. You've lived with yourself all your life. You have enough experiences of the old man. We need experiences of the new man. You know, one of the things we do in Emerge, um, as we do these awakening meditations where I give you these, I give our students these 15 minute meditations and I take them on these experiences with God where they're raising the dead, they're visiting heaven, they're doing all of these exploits because the mind doesn't know the difference between a real and an imagined experience. And what's my goal? My goal is mind renewal, supernatural mind renewal, so that we begin to prosper in our souls right? So that we begin to live out of union with Jesus. And this, this idea that our life is a mirror, right? That, that our body today is a reflection of obviously the habits that we've had, right? Eating habits, exercise habits, thinking habits. But here's the, here's the reality of those three things, your thinking habits are the ultimate governor of all of it. In fact, your thinking habits will govern how you eat. Your thinking habits will govern how you exercise or if you exercise. It is the, it is the master key here. It's the master key and you have access to the mind of Christ. You have the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of God. And you have access to me. You have access to these podcasts. You have access to resources like Emerge, like whatever it is that you need. Rapid mind renewal you know, sessions. There's so many things that we can do to to make this a priority, to make soul prosperity a a, a priority. And not just in, in a, like a sprint fashion, but on a daily, daily basis, right? Every habit has to be cultivated until it is a habit, right? I mean, how many of you have kids and you have to tell them a million times to brush their teeth? I don't know what it is about kids and brushing their teeth, right? But as adults, I don't think we sit around very much and think, oh, I, you know, I forgot to brush my teeth. I mean, hopefully, hopefully that's an ingrained habit, right? We already have a morning routine. You know what? I've got my cup of coffee, cup of coffee here because I get up in the morning and I make it and I make it pretty much every day. One of the things that's going to be happening here pretty soon is I'm actually going to be coming off coffee. Um, and why? Just because I want to have a new morning routine that doesn't involve cat coffee. I don't like to have anything 
control me. I don't want anything that's going to be, I don't want bad habits in my life. Let me take a drink of my coffee as I'm saying that. How funny. Mm. Why? Because I want to live out of a place of creative dominion. That, that phrase, I have to give uh, credit to one of our, our Emerge students who said that last night. And man, it hit me. Creative dominion. And I've been just thinking about that ever since he said it. And I, I, I got the revelation of what is creative dominion, at least one aspect of it. And what, what creative dominion is, um, is the fact that we dominate creation. We dominate the seen realm by the very nature of our internal world. Our internal world shapes our external world, right? We are creative beings by design. And so when we, when we dominate our internal world by the grace of God, by the power of God with an, in, in partnership with the Holy Spirit, guess what? We begin to dominate our external world. We begin to create prosperity out of our spirit, out of our soul. We begin to, out of our inner world. Scientifically, you know what we're doing? We're vibrating at a high frequency. We are beginning to vibrate at, at the frequencies of love and joy and gratitude and power and faith. And these frequencies scientifically can be measured. Our heart has a, a frequency. We have, have something that's called a, um, a torus field. <clears throat> and the torus field is basically this electromagnetic field that we all walk around with. That's why we can feel angry people. That's why we can feel um, when things are danger, right? You can sense danger if someone's, you know, if something feels off. You know, I've read entire books about how they they train um, FBI agents and CIA agents and, and, and special forces people to have this sense of their surrounding based upon this Taurus field because it's real. It's real. And it's not only real for us individual, but guess what? The entire universe, the entire creation is connected through frequencies, through um, our thoughts, they are electromagnetic. And so there is a literal scientific process that now science has discovered through quantum physics that is causing the manifestation of these invisible forces, which are the force of faith, our emotions, our thoughts. The Bible is true, not just because it's scripturally true, it's, it's spiritually true, but guess what? It's scientifically true too. Good science and the Bible always will agree. And so I'm saying these things because seeing from heaven's perspective is about thinking from heaven's perspective. And I've, I've talked a lot about different principles over the course of this podcast about this. Today, I wanna, I'm focusing on mindset. I'm saying every day, you need to get your mind right. You need to dominate your inner world. You, you know, I've, I've, I've heard people say things like, if you can't dominate, you know, your dishes, <laughs> You can't dominate the exterior, you know, dominate anything in your life. Well, I will say this. If you're going to dominate your dishes, you got to dominate your thought life, right? It's it, The thought life is what governs our, our, our emotions and our emotions are what motivate us. They motivate us positively or negatively. And we want to live out of a place where we are powerful, where we are not victims, where we are dominating and we are releasing the power of God each and every day. And so what we do in the morning to start our day matters. You know what? Put on a podcast, hear the gospel somewhere, right? Praise, worship, journal, gratitude, uh, visualize, 
right? All of these little routines that you can do, these habits in the morning, I tell you, are the difference between people that are living a dominating life or living a life that is reflecting back to them a lot of things that they, they don't want. So if we don't, if we don't, if we set goals or we set aspirations or we have dreams or we have a destiny that, that God has given us and we want to fulfill it, well, we need to recognize that it's fulfilled first internally, that the way that we see is going to determine what happens externally. That's why I, you know, God saw Jesus slain before the foundation of the world, right? He sees things completely different. He sees things finished. He's not focused on the problem. He's not focused on the darkness out in creation saying, oh, look how dark it is out here. He just said, let there be light. He was talking dreams. He was speaking and creating his vision and his internal vision was us. His eternal, internal vision and eternal vision was heaven on earth. And still his internal vision, it's still how he sees us. It's still how he sees the planet. And beloved, it is time for us to step into a new level of co-creating with God this year. And to do that, we need to believe what God believes about us. We need to begin to reflect in the mirror who we are in Christ and begin to think things are finished, begin to visualize what we want instead of meditating on what we don't want. And we need to develop a morning routine and habits that help us get our mindset right and stay in a place of victory every single day. And I don't care. I mean, this works for whosoever will. Yes, we are a believer. So we have, we have the grace of God to do this. We have the power of the Holy Spirit to do this. But this works for every person that does it. It worked for Joshua when he was told to meditate on the word day and night. It works for Tiger Woods when he goes out and plays golf and meditates on his golf game and visualizes uh, his, his victory at the PGA Tours. It works because his mindset is a victorious mindset. It works for high-performance athletes. It works for high-performance leaders. Leaders have a mindset. Leaders think a certain way. Otherwise, no one would want to follow them because they're thinking in a way that's not worth following, I guess what I'm saying. So we need to, we need to find our cadence with the Holy Spirit. We need to figure out what works for us this year so that we develop the right habit and we begin to think correctly. And I can tell you, you know, in my graduate programs that I work with my Emerge graduates, I mean, it's, it is so much about mindset because you can have the right strategies. You can have, you know, all kinds of things laid out to go fulfill your purpose. But if you don't have the right mindset, it doesn't matter what kind of strategy you have because you won't be able to show up and actually execute anything because you're not thinking correctly. You don't have the right identity. You're not in faith. You're not seeing it finished. And beloved, that's the way we manifest. We manifest things here on earth first off internally. So my prayer, I said it last week, is that this year you're going to believe what God believes about you. This year you're going to see things from heaven's perspective. And it's not something that you're just going to do one time when you're listening to the podcast. No, you're going to, you're going to cultivate soul prosperity this year. You're going to cultivate an inner world that maps to heaven's world. You're going to, you're going to have heaven's atmosphere inside. You're going to have heaven, not just in you because the scripture says, you know, heaven is within you, but no, you're going to have heaven coming out of you because your soul is prospering and you have heaven's mindset, heaven's perspective. That is my prayer. That's my prayer for me. That's my prayer for all of us this year, because it's time to manifest heaven. It is time, time to manifest 
heaven. So guys, I love you. I, I, I bless you. And I just declare grace, exponential grace, more and more grace, abundance of grace. I release the free gift of righteousness as a revelation to you so that you can enter into that perfection of Jesus, that you are righteous, you are innocent, you are perfect, you are whole, you are all of these things now. And I just release the grace to meditate on that, the grace to set your mindset and keep it set on things that are lovely and and pure and of good report every single day you know what i pray about emerge i pray that every single person that listens to this podcast that's called to work with me that's called to do the school i thank you that they they're, they're on the agenda of god this year so whether that's emerge whether that's some other thing that god's called you to do i just release you into god's agenda into his path that leads you to the fulfillment of your potential in christ and your purpose and your destiny in Christ. You are making supernatural progress this year in the name of Jesus, and you are thinking from heaven's perspective. You are seeing from heaven's perspective with the mind of Christ living out of your true identity every single day. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're going to remind them to come back to this if they forget. Thank you that you're going to provide this as a resource, but every other resource that they need in order to make the progress that you've called them to make this year. So I bless them and I thank you for them in Jesus name. Amen. So you guys let us know how we can serve you. If you're, if you're on the fence about Emerge, you know what? Schedule a call with us. If you've already done a call with us, but for whatever reason you didn't enroll, well, you know what? Get in touch with us. If you're a graduate of the program and you've been on the fence and a little, or maybe you've been, you know, thinking, oh, I don't know. I'm not doing da da da. Well, you know what? Get in touch with us. We are here to serve you and we are here to coach you, support you and cheer you on so that you live in union with Jesus as you fulfill your purpose. So we love you. Happy New Year, and we'll see you for a new series. God bless you. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to Shalise's podcast. This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit Shalise.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalise's book, The Path, for free. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life and the purpose he created you for, then visit us at Shalise.com and watch Shalise's free training where you'll hear five keys to hearing God about your life purpose and transitioning into it. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.